Hello and welcome to the Foreign EPL Podcast. I am your host, WB, and this is my co-host. What's up, what's up? This is Thomas. Hey, my man, this weekend was mad crazy. Did you see everything that happened this weekend, bro? I saw most of it, but I didn't see everything. Yeah, man, let's... Let's jump right into this weekend. So to start off, we'll be talking about Liverpool v. Bournemouth. Did you get a chance to watch that game? Yeah, I saw that game. That was a good game. You like it? Yeah, very good game. Man, I got a couple questions to ask you, man. Did you see Sabozola? You see his skills for that PK? <laughs> he took him in and took him mine, took him back in. That was crazy, man. Sabasala is a baller. Yeah. People should watch out for Sabasala, man. He got some mad skills. Crazy, man. And the PK, bro. Mo Salah miss it, but he still end up scoring. What's your thought? Always missing penalties. That's all he do is miss penalties. Well, at least he got it in, so good for him. Shout out to Mo Salah, man. My favorite Liverpool player at the moment. So what's your thought on my boy Endo, the Japanese? You said Japanese or Korean? think Japanese making his debut. What's your thought? He ain't really do nothing. He came on and he really did not do nothing. I don't even think he touched the ball that much. And Liverpool was playing with 10 men when he came on and nothing happened after that. So I'm sure he made an impact. Maybe. But like I said, I didn't really see him once he came on. And I think he gave the ball away a couple of times too. So I wouldn't say it was like a good first game for him, but at least club is, you know, doing what club do. Bring on these players to shut the game down and make sure you take home the three points. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your thought on Bowman scoring the first goal? Did you think, like, they was going to win that game when they scored that goal? Um, the goal itself, in my opinion, was Van Dyke's fault because Van Dyke had a chance to clear it or, like, to give a better pass, but he just launched it right to Trent. And Trent shouldn't even be over there. Should have been supposed to somebody better. Um, and then instead of him, you know, coming back to get the ball and to, you know, win the ball back, he ended up letting the guy take a shot <laughs> through his leg. That just went into the far corner. It was 100% Van Dyke fault. But after that, though, I would say Liverpool really, you know, 
they really came came alive. They had a couple chances. Van Dyke even had a chance when they had that corner kick. Um, yeah. So yeah, Liverpool. Whenever Liverpool go or go down, they always come back, especially at home. Luis Diaz goal. Oh, that was fire. Luis Diaz goal was nice. And you know he meant it too. The second the ball came to him, like he was in like a like he was at like the playing ground. Juggling the ball. And then just swing his foot at it. Nice, nice goal. This game finished three one. So like you have any thought on Bournemouth at all? You think they are okay team or they're gonna struggle? Anything? Um. Yeah, I think they'll struggle. I don't really fancy Solanke to be their striker. Um, I know he came from Chelsea, but he was like one of them Chelsea players that I just never fancy to, you know, get into the Chelsea team and be great. But, um, yeah, I think they'll struggle, but they might go down, they might stay up, but we'll see. You know, moving forward from um, Liverpool and Bournemouth, the next game we're going to talk about is West Ham v. Chelsea. Knowing that Chelsea is your team, you know, just to rub it in, you know. First of all, I had a chance to watch this game. You had a chance to watch this game. Do you want me to give my thought first or you want to give yours and then I'm going to go first? I'm going to go next. You can go ahead. Okay. My thought on this game. <laughs> um, Chelsea need to do more. Um, West Ham had a record. Chelsea have 21 minutes to plus overtime. Extra time to, to score a goal. And still, they did nothing. Um, the person that scored a goal for Chelsea is Chupameka. I'm not sure if he's a center. Is he a center back? Nah, he's a center mid. He's a center mid. Okay. Um, Madrid came on for you guys. Cassetto came on, but West Ham just dominated this game, bro. Like, in my opinion, beating you guys 3-1, like, West Ham outclassed Chelsea everywhere on the pitch. And it was just a bad day. Either it was a bad day for Chelsea and Enzo missing that penalty. Yeah, man. I, I I gotta ask you a lot of questions about Enzo, man. I know you always telling me he's like your favorite player, how he can do this, how he can do that. But it's time for Enzo to answer all these questions, man. He came in for a lot of money, 
And I feel like he's not answering none of these questions. He's not helping Chelsea to um, elevate to the next level that Chelsea need to be on. So, yeah, that's my thought on the game, man. It was it was embarrassing for Chelsea to lose 3-1. So, I, I will listen to yours. Okay, you ready? Yep. <clears throat> After all the money Chelsea have spent, for us to be in a position where we are in, where we can't even win a game, against West Ham. And who knows what's going to happen next week against Luton. It's embarrassing. We spent all this money on all these um, CDMs and CMs and we can spend decent money and find a decent striker. The goals are not going to come from nowhere. The only person I was excited about that Chelsea got was Nukuku. And then he got injured, and now he can't play no more. So, at the end of the day, there's no goals in Chelsea at all. The one chance we have to get a goal, big money signing, Mr. Enzo want to take the ball. And he missed. And I feel bad for him because he needs a goal to know where the, to know where the goal is, you know? Because that man can do everything except score. Every time he's in front of the goal, he panic. Like, he just have a look of panic on his face that he's going to miss. So, the only thing I can say is Chelsea just need to get better at scoring goals. You know, find it from somewhere. Maybe Cancelo can start hitting it from midfield. Who knows? But that game was bad, man. Enzo missing a penalty, Cancelo giving away a penalty. Like, what more can you say? Just uh, the two dumb and dumber. That's what that's what you should call them. All that money for nothing. Chelsea should ask for a refund. Yeah, man. Do you think the scoreline was embarrassing for West Ham to beat you guys 3-1? Is that, do you guys need to work, what, what do you think? Do Chelsea need to work on the whole system and bringing in players or like what need to be done to have a Chelsea, you know, like your glory days? Chelsea have got the players. And, you know, like the money and the owner to go places for the next 10 years. But we need more attacking players. We need players that are going to score goals. And at the end of the day, if we can't get that, then we are going to struggle. Well, you guys have the money. I don't know what you mean you can't get that. You, like how Liverpool went and get in Endo, you can also go and get in a player in a position that you may need. He may not be the greatest or the well-known player, but at least you got a player that fits that position and you have a coach that can teach him and he's willing to learn. And that's how you can be able to progress. You just don't go get whatever because he's a well-known name and he will just fit in. That, that usually don't work out. Like PSG, 
There was a lot of names I can I can name. Chelsea should have went and got people like Dembele. Chelsea should have went and got people like Neymar. These are names Chelsea should be pushing for. Why not? Like, at the end of the day, <clears throat> Chelsea needs goals. We need players that are known for scoring goals. Right now, what you say is what we are doing. We are getting these young players that are unknown names for whatever fee, and we are playing them. But they are not getting the goals, and they are not doing what they need to do. We need players that are known for getting goals to come to Chelsea. And, and right now, I don't know, maybe we can't find them. Maybe they are doing, maybe they got other agreements going on. But, yeah, it's just not working out. Was it a great idea letting these players go to Qatar? I mean, we let a bunch of defensive players go to Qatar, and then we got a bunch of defensive players. It don't make a difference. Chelsea is set for the next 10 to whatever years. We just need to find ourselves a bunch of good, not even a bunch, just one or two, like attacking players. Nukuku come back and he's fit. That would be, be a game changer for us. Sorry, guys. Saudi Arabia, not Qatar. But, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I, man. Thoughts on Cassero? You think he's going to have a better game next week? Um, yeah. I think he'll be all right. He's actually, he's actually pretty pretty decent. He just have like, an anger problem. He loves to tackle, like he said. <laughs> but I think he'll be all right. Any Chelsea player you're looking forward to seeing this season? Definitely Cancelo. I love watching Enzo, as always. We'll see if Nukuku come back. I love Jackson, too, man. Jackson is doing his thing up top. But, you know, it's just going to take time for him to get to the pace of the Premier League. Like, he had an easy tapping. I think tapping early on. But, like... You know, the ball just moved too fast past him. I don't know what happened. But he just wasn't on the same pace. Madrid, good or bad? Madrid suck. Madrid suck. Okay. Yeah, man. So, that's... You have anything more you want to mention about this game? You see your team improving and coming back and... And learning from this game or you see, like, you know, a lot of difficulties. Our next couple of games is pretty easy. So, let's hope that we can pick up some points, at least being the top four. At least being the top four race moving forward, and then we'll see. All right, man. Well, guys. Let us know in the comment section on YouTube. Guys, make sure you follow us on YouTube and every platform. Foreign EPL Podcast. Foreign EPL Podcast. No space. Thank you. And for our next game, Thomas, we will be talking about Aston Villa the Everton. What a game that was. What day was that on? Sunday? Yep, that was on Sunday. 
What a game. Aston Villa after losing to Newcastle. I think it was 5-1. Five, 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 yeah, after losing to Newcastle, 5-1. <coughs> they was able to beat Everton 4-0 on Sunday. Wow, remarkable. Um, John McGinn score. Um, Lewis score or PK. Um, Bailey score and Duran score. Yeah, Aston Villa had a well played game. It, they deserved this game. Like I, I watched the game. I won't say I watched the whole thing, but I sort of watched the game. And it was a good game. Like, they deserved to win. And, yeah, everything had a bad day. You have any thought on this game? Yeah. When um, when Durant came on, and then he just ran and scored. <laughs> because the Everton defender passed the ball back. <laughs> I think now nah, it was like a throw-in, right? Yeah, from like a throw-in. He just threw the ball right into the middle, and Durant was able to run onto it. He had a bad first touch, but he was still able to kick it. That just sum that should sum up um, Everton whole night and like the whole season last year. The team just sucked, man. And if they keep messing around, they're gonna get ready get it one of these days. But Villa had a good game. McGinn is great, man. I remember him back in the day doing his thing. I never thought that he would ever be captain of Villa, but, you know, good for him. Yeah. Great win for Aston Villa, man. They deserve that. Moving forward, you will love this next game. That was the game that played today, actually. Crystal Palace v. Arsenal. So Arsenal won that game 1-0 and the goal was called for from a PK by Martin Odegaard. And there was a record in this game, Tomiyasu. Uh, what else happened in this game? Um, yeah, Arsenal, like it was a good game. You know, like Crystal Palace is pretty good, to be honest. Crystal Palace, they... Push Arsenal to like all game, all ninety minutes. Like they gave it their all. They was pushing them. Everybody was playing hard. If it wasn't for that penalty kick, um, yeah, it would have been like a tie or something. But this game was like fifty-fifty, really, to me. Um, my thoughts on Arsenal. Arsenal. Um, yeah, they they're okay. They gone, like I like I've been telling you, you know, like I see Arsenal not repeating what it did last year because I think they're gonna struggle, and it's it's showing signs because they are not scoring goals right now, but you know those players were scoring goals for fun all last year, you know, last season, they were just scoring goals. So, I mean, goals will come, but 
all what I'm, and also know they are winning. So that's all that matters. If you want to be a champion, it doesn't matter like how you get the results, as long as you get the results, you know. So kudos to them. I my thoughts on Crystal Palace like they play a well get well fuck game. I see them. Um, I see them. Crystal Palace doing pretty good this season actually. I'm not gonna give my prediction on where they will finish, but I see them doing pretty good. So, yeah, what's your thought on on this game and on Arsenal and Crystal Palace? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch this game. I was working, but I did get a chance to listen to it. And from what I could hear, it was like a pretty back and forth game. And even right now, looking at possession, Arsenal have 53%, and Palace have 47%. XG, Arsenal was 2, Crystal Palace was 1. So Palace could have had a goal in this game. Um, they both have full-team shots. So, it was a definitely a great game, and anything could have happened. But at the end of the day, Arsenal won. Champions need to win, and Arsenal is trying to go for the champion. So that's what they are doing, trying to win. But we'll see what happens next week. Um, thoughts on Crystal Palace without Zaha? You think they are doing good? I mean, they beat Sheffield last week, and then they lost to Arsenal just 1-0 after fighting real hard. I like Palace, so I think they'll be all right. Palace is definitely not going to get relegated, so there's definitely nothing that they got to worry about other than trying to embarrass the big boys every now and then. Yep, so that game finished 1-0, man. Um, Good job to Arsenal for winning, man. So we move forward, and... I want to talk about Wolf v. Brighton Hove Albion. Did you get a chance to watch that game? The Wolf game? No. No? Okay. I'm going to tell you who's called. So, Matoma, Matoma, score. Esther Pian score. Marsh score. Actually, Mars scored two goals, 51 minute and a 55 minute. Wow, four minutes. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Brighton dominated Wolf. I don't think Wolf is ready for this season at all. Brighton destroyed Wolf. Um. Yeah, um, like I said, Wolf is not ready for this season. The score was 4-1. They, luckily, they scored like a lucky header in the, in the 61 minute. And, yeah, their players, like, yeah, this is their second loss, actually. Their player was not ready at all for this game, like, I didn't see nothing. So, I will ask you, like, what, what's your thought? What you think about Wolf? Man, Brighton, good team. 
the Serbia is doing a great job at that club. You have anything to say about Wolf, Brian? Yeah, Brian, top of the table. Wolf in the relegation spot. That's about all you need to say. Brian will be great this year. They should be in top six. Wolf might get relegated. But then again, they play a good game against United, but they just couldn't score. And if you can't score, <laughs> just like Chelsea, you will struggle in this league. Because other teams will score against you. If you're not going to score the goals, other teams will try their best to score the goals. Because that's what they know the fans want. That's that's that. That's why people pay money to come and see. So, if a team cannot get a goal, a team will struggle. For sure, man. Definitely need goals. Wolf need a strikers. They they need to buy some players, man. They they need a they need a the revamp something because it's really bad over there. But yeah, that game finished four one and it was horrible for Wolf. But yeah, man, moving forward, <laughs> it's a lot of good games, man. But I would talk about the Fulham and Brentford game. Brentford beat Fulham 3-0. Brentford, they are looking good. Good side. Um, I'm, I know it's, it's early seasons, you know, just two games. But Brentford is doing their thing. They are looking good. Um, Fulham, on the other hand, I mean, they won their first game. So, Fulham... They are pretty good side too, but Brentford was just unstoppable. Like, and then Fulham got a red card too, so it's pretty hard after that. But yeah, after that, like Brentford was just good, man. They just destroyed Fulham. So, what's your thought on that? Yeah, Brentford is good. They are doing their thing without. Ivan Tony. Um, at the end of the day, they won't be top four. They might not even be top six, but they are good. We gotta talk about. Is his name Mobuemo or Mobuemo? Yeah. The 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 striker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I I think he's he's working really hard. Ivan Tony is not there, you know. He's when he played and got two goals. You feel me? A PK and he scored another goal at the end. So like he's doing his thing for Brentford, man. His first season in the Premier League, he had four goals in 34 games. His second season, he had nine goals in 36 games. This season, he has three goals in two games. So, yeah, I feel like Tony was holding him back. It's like, nah. But he's doing his thing, and I hope, you know, he keep doing his thing. Yep, that sounds like a huge improvement, man. I love to see my brothers doing good, man. 
shout out to him and big ups to him and hope he have a good season but you know not against liverpool never against liverpool but yeah man let he keep doing his thing i told you Fulham was gonna lose metrovic and if they lose metrovic they are gonna struggle i feel bad for Fulham, but they might be they might be in for in for a long season Damn. So you think one player is gonna affect them that bad? Metrovic is a, it's not just one player. He's like a goal machine. He gives them all their goals. And right now, all they have to depend on is Bobby Reed and Jimenez. And I don't know if they're gonna give you the same amount of goal Metrovic could give you. Yeah man, I feel you. Well, Hopefully, Fulham can um, find a way out of this, man, and work it out, find a striker or something. But Brentford, yeah, they are looking a good side. But, yeah, man, that game finished 3-0, by the way, guys. And, by the way, people, make sure to like, comment, and share. Moving forward, I want to talk about another big game. That took place on Saturday. Tottenham versus Manchester United. What a game. Big game on the big stage. And Spurs. Everybody calling Spurs on a dog. Or they're not going to do good. But they came through. I mean, they was home. United came through to their home thinking they can get a point or something. And Spurs was like, no. This is our home. This is the new stadium vibes. And we going to show you guys what we are about with our new coach. People like Saw scoring. And then their second goal was their own goal, but what a game. Spurs coach, I can't pronounce his name, but he's working magic over there. He's doing his thing. Manchester United, on the other hand, they didn't deserve a point. They didn't do nothing all game. They just was hoping for Spurs to make a mistake so they can score a goal. Manchester United need to show more if they want to challenge for top four this season because what they did was complete garbage in my eyes. But I will let you talk. What you have to say about this game? Yeah, Spurs really dominated this game. I always knew United would struggle this year. Unless they can get a good striker. Rashford is not a good striker. Um, they have a good team. Just not a good striker. Rashford is a good striker, but okay. 
Rashford, I've never had a 20-goal season. You can call somebody a good striker if you never had a 20-goal season. No, I'm just tired of giving these people, like, a- another year. Another year for what? Rashford, have all the years, so to me, he's a good striker. He's been on a pedestal where he has scored 20 goals a season. When? I can't tell you when exact date, but Rashford had a 20-goal season. I think he was on the same platform with Salah at one point. The most goals Rashford have ever scored was 17 in a season. Okay. Well, so you're telling me all Manchester United getting a struggle will help them be better? Yeah, it will help them be better, but um, that's not the reason they lost this game. Tottenham is just good. That all-attack Tottenham thing that they are doing right now is, is working for them. Um, most of their goals came from like their midfield, and their second goal, their own goal, came because their, their defender, um, Presetish, whatever her name is, was the one that kicked the ball, and then Davis was the one that tried to hit it, also a defender, and then it almost went in. So Tottenham is attacking with like their their their, their, their CDM and their center backs and their right back, and they're all just going forward. And Tottenham is looking fun to watch this year. So the big question to ask you is. Do you think the mix the miss Hurricane? I think they are doing this all attack thing because they don't have Hurricane. They don't have that one person to give them that that one goal or you know just to end the game for them because Hurricane will guarantee more than twenty goals a season definitely. So they no longer have that. Rashalison can't even give you ten, not even fifteen. So. For them to not have that, they need to be all attack and go all out. And if that's really their model and that's really their thinking, Tottenham might be a scary team. It'll be funny. I really do see Tottenham winning like a League Cup or like a FA Cup this year if they keep playing that way. Of this game and your thinking, watching both these teams. Did you watch this game, by the way? Yes, I watched this game. Okay, of this game and watching both these teams play, who do you think will finish above each other this year? Tottenham is finishing above United. United will finish like six. But I feel like United United always do this thing where like <laughs> they spend in January where like they get just the right player or just the right person at the knee or just the right coach and then they might push themselves. But if United don't do good business in January, Tottenham will finish above them. So you already have trust in Spurs soccer, huh? You believe Spurs coach is doing his thing? Yeah. He's a good coach. I like the way they are playing. It is what it is, man. All right, man. Spurs beat Manchester United to... Zero. I'm surprised. And the last game of them all, I had to save it because it's the big one. 
the team that can't stop winning the league. They win it almost every year. Um, I'm talking about the best coach in the league, the best team in the league. Nobody can stop them at the moment. Manchester City versus Newcastle United. What a game this was. The game finished 1-0. I didn't know Newcastle can defense. Newcastle defended for their lives. City may have scored in the 31 minute, but Newcastle defended. And they attacked City. They did not stoop there and let City to control this game. This was a hard-fought battle for City. And that's what winners do. City had that, have that mentality to win game. And no matter what, that's what they did. Although Newcastle is a great side and they play ready hall, their tactics, everything was A1. But City is just too good. Good players, um, good tactic, good system, good coach. You know, so like this was my favorite game this weekend city newcastle newcastle showed me that they can hang with the top four like they're gonna be trouble this season and i'm not about to make some crazy prediction but newcastle in my eyes will be trouble but city is a good side what was your thought on this game boss man yeah, it was a good game. At the end of the day, City was always going to win. I told you, last year, Bruno Gomez came out and he said he doesn't like playing against City because they are too good and they just make them look like they are playing like, you know, kids, basically. So... For somebody on your team to say that about another team, it's kind of embarrassing in my in my opinion. So I always knew City was going to win this game. But the way City outplayed Newcastle is just funny because Newcastle is just trying to be one of the big boys. And every time they come up against City, City just outplayed them like it's nothing. City does the same thing to Arsenal. Whenever they see Arsenal, they make sure to outplay it Arsenal that day just to show everybody that no we are gonna win this thing and we are the big boys in this league but at the end of the day I still feel like City might struggle man like Dubroner is not gonna be there and without Dubroner Holland is not gonna be able to get all them chances that Holland was getting last season so we'll see but um just moving forward City is definitely going to be in top four. City is definitely going to probably win the league. <laughs>
I thought Chelsea might do it, but that's another story. Newcastle, my struggle, my man. I don't think they are good enough to play big boys. You know, I feel like they could beat all the little teams that won and give them five, six, one, and have a second, everybody running around and having a good time. But whenever they come to somebody who is serious and who is trying to say no, Newcastle might struggle. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, man. I don't think. I don't think Newcastle will struggle that that bad, but. We will see. What do I know? The season is still young. It's just week two. And it have been a fun week, man. What was your favorite moment of this week two? My favorite moment of this week? Um, that's a good question. Was it the Chelsea loss? Was it the Chelsea loss? No, it wasn't a Chelsea loss. I don't know. I didn't have no favorite moment this week, man. Cassetto making his debut? None of that matters. United losing the Spurs? Don't care. Everton losing... That's you to be happy. Or am I going to be happy? Yep, that's my favorite moment of this season. You have anything to let the people know before we get out of here? Any thoughts? Be safe. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Like, comment, subscribe. Thank you, Foreign EPL Podcast. See you guys soon. Bye.